So, have you ever done or wanted to do a cool cover of someone else's song? Someone maybe that you've heard of before, maybe something you've heard on the radio. If so, you may have some questions. Maybe you have a cover version of a recent pop song you completely remade it and redid the vocals for it, totally new version. Can you just put that on Spotify for sale? Can you put it on YouTube? Maybe you did a remix and used the stem of the original song's vocal. Maybe you put that out to Spotify, can you? Maybe you show it off to someone on YouTube, can you do that? Is there a way to license these covers? to libraries or clear them for use for TV and film or for YouTube? Well, the answer is yes, yes, no, maybe, and maybe. But today we're going to try our very level best to unravel these questions in case you want to release or license a song that is not yours without getting into any trouble. Welcome to the Make Music Income Podcast, episode 83, where we talk about all kinds of ways to make music income, including sync licensing for TV, films, gaming, and advertisements, uh, micro sync licensing for YouTube, business, music, and many other uses, music publishing and royalties, music production for client and artists, being a music artist and making income, starting your own online channel like I have, or anything else that might bring you income, teaching or working in a church or all the things that could bring you music income. So who am I? Well, my name, if it tells me, if it lets me, my name is Eric Copeland, and I am the host here at Make Music Income. I have been around for a while. I have been doing music for a while. I have literally made hundreds of thousands, if not a million dollars over the course of my career. That's right. If you add up 20 years of, <laughs> of money, it probably equals a million dollars in music, being a composer being a producer, being an artist, a songwriter, a background singer, a music consultant, a music teacher, a music church director. I had a bad dream about being a music church director last night. A little off script there, but uh, just <laughs> reminded me that that was a long, not good dream. And uh, not that it's not a good job, but I've also been a music marketer and I help people do that. And I have made all of this income almost completely outside of the walls of the music industry. In other words, I never got a job working at a label. I never uh, was in a huge band, unless you want to count the band that I was in that played in uh, holiday inns across the country in the 1980s. That's right, Eric was wearing leather pants, slicked back hair. Oh, no, slicked up hair, sorry, it was like 
standing straight up. I know everybody wants a picture of that probably, but not going to get it. Uh, I have supported my family with this this kind of music nonsense for over 23 years and have made music income for almost 40 years. I say this not to brag, but to tell you that it can be done. Most of you listening or watching this podcast, because listen, it's not bragging when you're eating Raymond noodles. <laughs> I tell you that. So uh, you're, you're not likely to be signed probably like me to a major label or work at a major music publisher or something like that. And maybe you never will. But that doesn't mean you can't make music income. So that's what this channel and this podcast are all about. And so today, what we are going to talk about is, can you sell or license cover songs? How can you make them? How can you put them out for sale? Can you even license them? Well, I am going to talk about this from my experience and maybe give you some sites and strategies to do this yourself. Also, along the way, I will be answering questions coming in live like people telling me that my titles are wrong. And if you have questions, then join us here on the Make Music Income podcast on the YouTube channel. You can ask them right here. Uh, but let's see who's in the chat today, who's talking to us. Arco is in the house. ISO is in the house. Good to see you, Bradford. Thank you so much for all your help. GR Johnson, peace to everyone. Hope all is well. Shout out to Sir Eric. Sir. GR, thank you. Lars Anderson, good to see you here in the house today. There's Matthias over there in Germany. Thanks for joining us. Ronan is up early out there on the West Coast. Good to see you, my friend. Let's see where we are in here. A little program note. I'm, and this has gone awry already, but I am going to try and stick to my script since this is a podcast after all. And I want to make sure that I'm serving my podcast audience well without a lot of ums and ahs. So I may take breaks and answer questions from the chat, because I think those are helpful. But for the most part, I will be sticking to the script. Uh, XZ says, when will Daniel Carrizales be on the Make Music Income podcast? Good point. Well, the answer to that is when I get it edited, I have one or two videos before Daniel's video to edit, but Daniel talked a very, long time. And yes, I will put the entire conversation up on the podcast as a special episode. What I might do is take a week off from the podcast and just do videos and uh, put a couple of the interviews that I have done with people because they go very long. And maybe I might intersperse those as podcasts rather than doing a live podcast because these take a lot to do. Daniels will be on here as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys to see that. We have a lot of things that we talk about and probably not only the things that you think we're gonna talk about. But today we're gonna talk about can you sell or license covers? But first, let's go down and talk about my week. So last week was pretty full with not as much music as I would have liked. It started with a holiday last Monday, and then I had so many interviews. Again, so many videos being made and, and, and interviews that I am doing with people that are being recorded that I have to edit. And I also do a mastermind on Wednesdays. And by the way, I am thinking about the next mastermind. So gird up your loins, ye people. Uh, you will want to be part of these because they're going to have some very interesting possibilities with them that I've never offered before. I also had a great interview with someone from one of my masterminds, Shane Jensen, a composer. And we had a talk last week 
on camera about a music income that has been woefully unrepresented on this channel. And that needs to be coming out soon. Again, more videos. Then I had two meetings on Friday. First with a company that is kind of like ToonSat meets Identify. It's a very, very unique site. Very, I mean, what they do is something I had never heard of. Excuse me, I'd never heard of this before. So I'm still doing research here and hope to have another conversation and a whole interview with them talk about that. Then I had an interview with someone that kind of ended up being a kind of a three round slugfest in a very fun way, of course, and is and she is the only person that I know that's really talking about a different way to do sync licensing and make music income and probably make more than most of us. But it's completely different than the way we talk about on this channel and other people, other people of my ilk might talk about it. Uh, musically, I got a piano part from a killer jazz pianist in Nashville, Mr. Jason Webb. And folks, this is going to be a very fun jazz song. Uh, it's for a jazz album I'm working on for sync and release through the Positive Spins songs brand. You can find a link to all the music that I make in the links below, especially the Positive Spin songs page and here, the kind of work that I do. And by the way, if any of you, less than any of you think I do not do music and all I do is sit here and talk online all day long, well, the answer is in the the links below in this video because uh, or in the podcast because y'all I promise there's lots of music being made speaking of music I got a lot done this weekend for a Christmas album I'm working on I'm about at the 10 song I'm about at the seven song mark of a 10 song album so I'm past the halfway point I feel like I am getting close to turning that in but that only means then I have to run to finish the college football one I'm working on before college football season ends. Thank goodness it just started. Also, I did a little work for MicroSync libraries. I'm not doing as much work on these libraries, but I did have a lot of songs to upload that I kind of pulled out of another library. And so I have been trying to finish uploading all of these to Motion Array and Audio Jungle and any place else I think might make me some income. I also have interns working for me now and they are helping me to get all of those microsync libraries and non-exclusive sites and get those stock full of all the non-exclusive goodness I have and see if I can squeeze out a little more blood out of those turnips. How's that for a Kentucky boy reference? I also got a little inspired. I was working on my new course version of the stock market which has been my very popular ebook about how to find and get into dozens of non-exclusive microsync libraries. So if you're interested in that, that is information is down below as well. And that book will be kind of, it might be going away when I release the course and I might be a, a month away from fully releasing the course, but I might also, I saw someone else do this recently where they released the course uh, in for a little bit uh, like a lower price for you to get started and then you would get uh, the course as I finish each module it'll just go out so I'm thinking about releasing it that way so don't be surprised if you hear that but if I do I might be getting rid of the stock market but we'll talk more about that in a moment 
I have all the primary shooting done for the course and it will come with a new version of the PDF. But again, that PDF may only be included with the course. I haven't decided yet. I actually learned a lot about what I'm doing wrong by doing that course and I got some things I need to fix. So the course version really takes you behind the scenes. That's the difference about the course versus the ebook. As a matter of fact, I didn't really read or use the ebook content as much as I just put all new content into this. And then I take you behind the scenes of every single MicroSync library that I'm part of. And then we talk about a lots more. And that's like two dozen sites that I'm part of. And then there's more that I'm not. So let me tell you, I just edited the second module of this the other day, this weekend. And it is going to be very good if I do say so myself. So if you have a question, I don't see any questions in the chat so far. If you have any questions, let me know. If not, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's time to move on to the news. That's right, the news for Monday, September 11th, 2023. All right, so I want to start with some keyboard news of all things. Word on the street has come down that finally Native Instruments is about to release some new Complete Control keyboards. Now, Complete Control has lots of keyboards out, especially the S series, which is what I have. The S88 is not what I have, it's what I want, but something that's currently, I have the S61, but this is an example of what the S series looks like currently from Native Instruments. And for those of you watching on the podcast, if you don't know, it's a just a keyboard controller, but it's got screens on it. And that screen, those screens allow you to call up sounds from Native Instruments and Spitfire and all sorts of places. It, it's very colorful. It has colorful lights on it. And also it allows you to just do a lot of things, start and stop your sequencer very well and pause and undo and all these kind of things that are so helpful. The little wheel lets me go back and forth around logic and I can just move very fast and work extremely, extremely well. I'm, I'm thinking about doing a, a live video, not a live video, but a recorded video of me coming up with a track using uh, my studio. So if that's interesting to you, let me know. But uh, yeah, these are the MIDI keyboards they have, but I will let you know this. They have all been on sale for about the last four months. And this is not the price. When you go to buy it at Sweetwater, it's drastically marked down, which made me think maybe they are bringing out Mark three keyboards. And guess what? What, Eric? I was right, and uh, again, I can't tell you how I know because it's it's a secret. But I can never, I, I can neither confirm nor deny that I have seen a prototype online of the new Mark III Complete Control keyboard. But let's just say, if I did, it was sleek and beautiful. If I did, I'm not saying it's real. I'm not saying it's a thing. But I am saying it will be mine. Oh, yes, it will be mine. A little Ferris Bueller shout out there. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have that. So let me ask you a question. Do you, my friend, need a leg up 
Do you need a boost, a handout, something someone just does for you for free and you go, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Well, I got you. In fact, I have so much free stuff for you. It's, it's really crazy how much free stuff I have for you. And, and, and I might have too much free stuff for you for as far as I'm concerned, uh, but I don't care. I'm glad to have it. And you can see all of the free stuff I have for you at makemusicincome.com slash free. I got the free ebook, 50 Ways to Make Music Income. Hey, if you can't find something in this list you want to do, then maybe making music income is not for you. I also have a free course talking about microsync. If you want to get into microsync licensing, this is a great way to start. I always, and in my ebook, and I've done a video on this, I recommend to everyone to start in Pond5 for many reasons, but mainly because of the ease of entrance into the library and also the general experience it just gives you to get started with music licensing. If you're thinking about getting started with music licensing, this is Pond5 is a great way to just kind of dip your toe in the water. So I offer this. I also offer some tools. It's my newest ebook, Tools to Make Music Income. This was inspired by a video I did uh, about what DAW was best for making music income. And I just added a bunch more links to free and cheap ways to get started. Everybody needs free and cheap ways to get started. Then I have the Do Everything Checklist, which is very popular. It's probably my most popular ebook, maybe. Um, hey, I follow this checklist every time I finish new songs, putting them in libraries, putting them on Spotify, onto BMI, into Content ID, lots of ways to bring income for years to come. And then let's see, what's the other one? Then a free research paper I have. I don't know why people want to read this. Uh, the Ubiquitous Style Form and Instrumentation of Corporate Stock Music. I don't know. I feel like we might be at a place with stock music that to me feels like we might have just gotten to the the point where we're not really going to see much more growth in corporate music. What do you guys think of that? I, I To me, it feels like that's kind of where we are, that we have moved to a place where corporate music may just not be what people need as much as they used to or may not be what it was. But uh, anyway, we'll keep an eye on that. But those are the things you can get, and you can get them right here at makemusicincome.com slash free. All right. Well, time for more news. And this news item might be a little different than my last one, but, and I've already talked about this a little bit, but yes, there is a new stock market course coming. And speaking of the book, by the way, I didn't speak about the book, but uh, on my free page, you can find a link to the stock market ebook. The course is coming. As I said earlier, I got all the filming done last week and now just need to start editing up the modules. This will not just be a course version of the book. I won't just be reading the the ebook. It will the ebook will still be part of the whole deal and it will come along with a resource for you, the ebook will come along, will be the resource to click on the links, but the course will be pretty in depth and it will be my current thoughts on all the microsync libraries and other sites related to them, how to get in them, what it looks like to be in them and all that kind of stuff. So it's 
going to be a very unique thing, I think. And I don't know of anybody who has anything like this, except perhaps for one person, and that is someone coming up on my channel soon, and that is Daniel Carrizales of Stock Music Licensing. If you are looking for some information, hankering even, about getting into stock music and you can't wait for my course, you if you haven't heard of my friend Daniel, you need to go to his site, and that is in the links below. I'll make sure it's in the links below. If it's not, if not, you can go to stockmusiclicensing.com. You need to see all his stuff. This guy has is is the OG in all of this. He's a great guy. He was so helpful to me and others when we started. I bet there's a lot of people in this chat right now that were really helped by Daniel. So I have a link that uh, I will put in the description below. It is a link that he has given me to send people to his courses. You can start with his starter course or you can join his academy for a low monthly price with his all access pass. Just check out the link in the description below if I have put it in the description below, which I will if I haven't after this video, live video is over. So yes, uh, Bradford got very excited about the new Stinger as usual. I am going to, I, I know I continue to say I'm going to take that new Stinger and do something with it, but it is in the works. Uh, X7 says, yes, I think they are making the MK3, right? Bradford says, I did a lounge cover of a Dio song and released it, and when I registered it with BMI, I credit all the writers, the members of Dio, and just followed BMI's guide for a cover. Did I do this right? Well, you know what? That is a great way to go into this. Arco says, hello. Hello, Arco. So that's a really great intro to get into our topic of today, and our topic of today is can you sell or license covers? And remember, when I talk about cover songs, I am talking about songs that you didn't write, songs that could be very popular or not so popular, but still not yours. Now, we're going to talk about both the sales of cover songs you make and licensing the cover songs. But let's start with selling covers. Okay, so you've made a great recording of a cover song. I've done this quite a few times. A song that is not yours. You've, you've made a recording and you think it's pretty cool? For instance, I did a jazz R&B cover of the BG Staying Alive for an album I released uh, years ago. And I also did a remix of that recording and released that. Uh, and when I say a remix, a remix of my own version, not a remix of the Bee Gees version. So we will get to that here in a moment. So how did I release this? Well, there are several ways to release cover songs in 2023, and they're actually kind of easy. Now, I, I really don't know much about um, BMI's guide to cover songs, but I do know this, that the first way to clear a song for streaming it online and selling it on vinyl or CD, selling downloads or any sales, is to literally license the song by paying mechanical royalties due for the use of it. And you can do that very simply. The first way is a site called easysong.com. And I don't think I left a link, but I have a page for you to see here on easysong.com. And there it is. Clear music rights for any use is what it says 
right at the top of the page. And then in big letters, it says, get permission. Now, I have used this site many times, and this is probably the best or at least one of the best sites to get permission to make sales on songs that are not yours, cover songs. But they also offer custom licensing for lots of things, including YouTube, film, TV, and things that start at $299 to, to really get into serious stuff. Like if you're going to try to license this for television. But to be honest, that for me, as far as I'm concerned, is work for someone else like a music supervisor. We'll talk about licensing later. We're not going to jump into that right now. But to make music income with cover songs on streaming, physical products, downloads, then you can begin the clearing process for only $16.99 plus royalties. And when you go in here, you have to login. So let's, let's not go there. But there's a video right on the front page of how it works. And I, I've used this many times for clients, many times. This song especially it used to be called easysonglicensing.com. Now it's just called easysong.com. But you pay the $16.99, you fill out the things, how many, used to be how many streams you're going to do. And I'm not sure interactive streams. I think you still have to pay for non-interactive streams. I don't believe you do. I, I might be wrong on that. But you have to decide how many streams you're going to do. I usually say 500. And then how many downloads you think you're going to get. And I usually keep this low because I'm not sure how many things are being actually downloaded on iTunes. So I'll keep it at like 50 or 100. And then how many CDs are you going to make? And you may not be making any CDs these days or vinyl. But if you are, you can put that in. And then basically they charge you $16.99 plus the amount of royalties that it would cost to make all those things. And then in just a day or so, you get a proof of licensing with a seal. You get a, a, a seal of approval. No, a seal of authenticity, which is nice. And I have gotten that many times. And uh, so, yes, you get this kind of code that displays a unique seal with your product and you can always go back to that that never runs out from what i understand and now there is another site that does this and i have used this site for clients as well when easy song for whatever reason didn't work out and that song that site is called song file and that is presented by the harry fox agency and this works pretty much the same as easy song i have used it as well you may find some songs require this instead of Easy Song, but either one works, and they both cost about the same, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. But you can check out both of these songs and see how it works. And it pretty much tells you um, how much is a song license here. They charge, it's about the same. Yep, $16 processing fee per song plus any royalties. So that is something that I have used before as well, and it seems to work great. So those are the first two ways that I know to clear a song. Now there's a new way that started happening recently, and that is that um, the distributors have actually started to add this as a service. But as I started to check it out this week, I found out that even though the distributors like DistroKid let you do this, they charge extra, or they partner with someplace like Easy Song or Songfile. 
So yes, the second way to clear a song that has come along in recent years is right at your distributor. It's added in as a service and you know these uh these distributors they need to make money at every single point uh, they want to clear your cover songs they'll add on for that they want you to they want you they want to run your content id they'll add on for that they want you to do mastering they'll add on for that spotify verification they'll add on for that credits and lyrics and stores video options they all do that kind of thing but one of the things that DistroKid does, and you can see it. They even have a thing on their site about it. And they talk about songs that can be licensed, and they talk about some songs that can't be, cannot be licensed. So you can find that on their site if you just, ter- just search for DistroKid and cover songs. You'll see that. So, yeah, it, it is possible, and that's kind of the second way. And a lot of people are doing this these days. They are just clearing it right at DistroKid or whoever they're, I know that, who what was my list? I had a list here. CD Baby now refers you to Easy Song. They used to do it at CD Baby and now they just refer you to somebody else. Symphonic charges $14.99 plus royalties, but they have a partnership with Easy Song. TuneCore offers a site called tunelicensing.com and their service starts at $17, about the same and could go up to $70 for certain kinds of uses. And then Amuse and other distributors I checked out said for you just to go license the song first. So you're going to want to go license it. And let me just say this about DistroKid. I've got a good, a bad thing to say about DistroKid and a good thing to say about DistroKid. DistroKid charges $12 per year for that song. And if you've ever used DistroKid, which I dearly love, and I'm going to speak fondly of here in a moment, but $12 a year is going to come around every year. In five years, that's going to be $60 for that song. So I really think that my my focus would be to clear the song yourself through Easy Song or Songfile and just have the seal and just not have to worry about it. And this is how I've done it. And then I have gone and put it on Spotify and things like that. So if any of you have different experiences, I will read those in a minute. But speaking of DistroKid, did you know that you can start putting up your music to Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Amazon? This is not a sponsored video, but it does help me if you want to join them. It's like 23 bucks per year and you can put as many songs up as you want to. And with you use my code, you can get 7% off your first year. You've heard this before. You can release as many singles or albums. This is what drives me crazy. You could release many, many albums. And yes, you do have to pay the $23 every year. But as far as I'm concerned, uh, that is pretty good because you could decide to do something different down the line. And so if you need a temporary solution, you don't have to take things down if you just decide not to pay for them for another year. So my link is always below in my description. It's distrokid.com slash VIP slash make music income and uh, start putting your music out uh, or use another distributor. I don't care. It's not, it's not what's getting off my nose, which is unfortunate. <laughs> so let's look here. I see that Shane has joined the chat. Shane Jensen, good to see you. We, we talked about your, your, your ears must have been uh, burning. Uh, Ronan says, Branford, I would suggest emailing BMI and asking the same question. I forgot sometimes that their job is to answer all member questions. Yeah, they're really good at that. And they better be now that they charge, which is part of our Veer mail when we get down to that today. Um, all right. 
So Arco is departing next Friday for England uh, for the UK. Very exciting. Linda is in the house. Good afternoon, everyone. A little late to the party. Well, we are glad to have you. Okay, so here's where we have been talking about selling covers already. We've heard that there are possibilities with BMI, but my main experience and uh, knowledge about selling covers that I am then going to put out to Spotify and Apple Music and YouTube Music and all those things is to just buy a license. It's not that much. You'll spend maybe 50 bucks forever for the most part. Unless the song becomes a gigantic hit and then you can worry about those problems when they come. Okay, so now let's talk about licensing covers. You can sell them, but can you license cover songs you produce? Well, the answer is sure, but it can be more complicated to clear cover songs for license. And since I have literally never done this, I think this is something that I would leave up to music supervisors and publishers to do. We just saw that easy song licensing offers you ways to start the process of getting a sync license. So you could go that way and, and talk with Easy Song Licensing or Songfile, Harry Fox Agency, and see what it would take to get a sync license. I, but I think you can do it if you want to. But there's still a way to do cover songs that could be in TV, film, advertising, and gaming without any of that, without licensing it yourself at all. And you're like, Eric, how can this possibly be true? Many times a library or a contact may have already licensed the cover and bring a brief asking for a unique version of a song. And if they do, then you don't need to worry about licensing. They've already taken care of that. Also, in theory, if you have a cover song and you pitch it to a music supervisor or sync agency, they might have a way to sync it as part of their budget. They might think it's so important that they have this cover that they might want to go ahead and chase that license down to seek it. So maybe they won't, maybe they will, but they it might be cheaper for them to use your cover version of a song than use the actual song that they were going to go and use and have to pay 30, 40, 50 grand for versus they can go and license your song and get a sync license to do that for much, much less. So that might be a way to do it. Also, another answer for you in licensing covers is there is a one library I work with, Crucial Music, that actually is looking for cover songs and especially unique cover songs of, uh, or I should say unique versions of cover songs. In fact, when they started this last year, I immediately submitted several cover songs, including the Staying Alive cover that I told you about earlier, and they accepted it into their library. So let's go look at that. I'll show you their site. This is Crucial Covers. They have a whole site just dedicated to covers. And you can search for any song title. So if we search for Stayin' Alive, and let's see what happens. Stayin' Alive by the Bee Gees. And guess what? Number two is mine. Jazz, music, elevator, R&B, contemporary jazz, acid jazz. And then I could play it right here. But, um, well, it's only my own copyright strike. So I don't know if you can hear that. If you can hear that. Yeah, you can. 
That's probably going to get me uh, demonetized on this video, but uh, I because even though I own it, it's owned through one of my own my own brands, Player A Jazz, and yes, I have a song up on this site on this library that is a cover, and I did nothing to clear it. Well, that's not true. Originally, I cleared it to sell, but they are putting together the sync licensing side of this. So I don't have to worry about that. So now I have a company pitching a jazzy version of Stayin' Alive for TV, film, ads, and more. Yeah, you can hear that at playerajazz.com or you can go hear it. I think I have a video. Oh yeah, I have a great video of that song. I'll put it in down in the description after I'm done. But you can just go to YouTube and look up Playing Alive or, or sorry, Staying Alive After Midnight, I believe is what that that remix of what the remix is called. Yes, I can whitewash. Bradford Knight asked me, can you, can't you whitewash your, whitewash your YouTube channel? I can. And I have to see if I have to do that per brand of music that I have because I have lots of different brands. So, but yeah, that's a smooth cover and you can find it at just go to YouTube and search for Stayin' Alive Player A Jazz or Stayin' Alive After Midnight. You'll find it. Good good video, too. I think the video worked out well. So if you love doing covers, you know what I say. Do it. Make them. Have fun. Do what you do. I didn't do either of the covers, and I got another song signed by cover uh, Crucial Covers called um, – it's a Genesis song. It's called – Follow Me, Follow You, which is an old Genesis song, but I kind of did this piano version of it for another music brand I have. And both of them were signed by Crucial Music, and I didn't do them so I could get signed, you know, these covers signed. I just did it because I wanted to do them. I kind of just had the idea, and so I made it. But you may find a library music supervisor that they call for a version of a song, so it is possible to license covers. So you want to uh, think about that. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, here, I'll just give you guys a link right here. And I'll just change this because I won't need this anymore. And just go to Staying Alive After Midnight is the name of this. <laughs> well, it's not Stalin Alive After Midnight. That would be a completely different song <laughs> if I, sorry, I mistyped my little thing here. Let's <laughs> take let's correctly that's a completely different song it's got a very cool russian vibe but yeah staying alive after midnight you should be able to find that on youtube and on also on spotify and all fine music sites all right now let's move on to remixes now you may be asking me eric can i do remixes of songs in our class that i work at we Take an original vocal from a song. For instance, uh, we have two that we have four that we do. One's Alicia Keys, one is Dua Lipa, and one is Maroon Five. And they take just the vocal and they have to build a track underneath that. So they always ask me this same thing. 
after they've made it, if they've done a really cool version, which some of them do, they will say, can I put this on YouTube? Can I put this out on Spotify? And my answer to them and to you is they, can they put it online or sell it? Well, not really, you cannot. But here's what you can do. And that's just because you just can't use someone else's voice. I guess it's possible to put up a cover on YouTube and it will just get sent out to whoever owns it. But it's still somewhat illegal to just put a recording of someone else on YouTube or on Spotify. But here's what you can do. Go ahead and make that remix to a popular song. Make it with the original lead vocal, but then simply get someone to re-sing the lead or you sing it and then go through the processes I've described above as far as for cover songs and cover it or license it depending on what you want to do with it. It's kind of a quick way to cover how to do remixes, but basically the original lead vocal is illegal to use. But if you do the vocal over yourself and you just do it, and then you have a completely original recording with an original vocal, then you can just go through the entire normal process of clearing the song at Easy Song or whatever. And so then a remix just becomes a cover song. So I think that's a great way to do it. All right, if you have any questions or comments about this, please put it in the comments or in the chat. I'd love to answer that here in just a moment. Now, I wanna move on though, because I have another way that you can release covers. And this one is a little bit, not sneaky, and it's, it is a little bit falling out of the, uh, it, this is something people can't seem to understand, is that you can legally cover and even register to your PRO your version of public domain songs. I have had people surprised, shocked, to know that I have made income, and lots of it, from old hymns, classical music, patriotic songs, and, and more that things that are public domain that were written hundreds of years ago or 100 years ago, and every year new stuff, new great songs become available for us to cover that used to be we would have to go through a cover song process with, and now we don't even have to do that anymore. We don't, have to, we don't have to clear this at all, these public domain songs. All we have to do is do them, and you can literally go into your PRO account. I can go into BMI and register the song as an arranger. And then it, it's like I get the entire, it's like I composed it. It's, it's amazing that uh, you get all the money from that as an arranger. I think it's very cool. So you can cover public domain songs all day long. In fact, I have done a lot of this and I wanna show you this, that I wanted to show you my Motion Array store. And the thing about my Motion Array store is that if you go down to my sort these songs, and you can already see, I've been releasing a lot of classical lately. But if you go down to my most popular all time, nothing but the blood of Jesus, a hymn, uh, Moon Over the Ocean is original. In the Sweet By and By, This Is My Father's World, Chopin Mazurka, God Gave Me Use Original, Have Thine Own Way, The Right Path is Original, America the Beautiful, There is a Fountain, It's a Hymn, At the Cross is a Hymn, On the Beach is Original, The Next Two are Original. But 17 of the top 25 of my most popular items 
are all public domain. So I, and the reason that this is so much fun for me, I, personally, I think of this, of, of doing arrangements of songs, public domain songs, I think it's, it's fun to do. I, it, to me, it's just like composing. It's very much like composing to me because I am not covering public domain songs like you've ever heard them covered before. Just like the Staying Alive single, I did a completely different version of that. I've done this with many different kinds of songs. Um, I also did a cover of um, Wendy. Oh, that's another one I need to send to Crucial. But I did an old version of the 70s song, Wendy, W-I-N-D-Y. And it's very unique and very different. And uh, that, I, I can't remember if I have upgraded. I should have sent that. Oh, yeah, I just forgot about it. But that's another cover I've done. And so, but I'm telling you, I, I just love to take songs and turn them inside out and do different things with them. If you listen to my create my uh, public domain album from Christmas, which was all public domain songs, arrangements, they were just completely different versions than they normally are. I took minor songs and made them major. I took major songs and made them minor. I just did all sorts of kind of weird stuff, and I am a weirdo like that. So I have dozens uh, on the list of public domain songs to do and that are next to produce or write. So I love doing public domain. GR says, as a rule, I don't mess with other people's stuff, but I am a fan of public domain material. Absolutely. It's a great, great thing that sometimes when you're stuck, when you say, I am in a writing funk, I cannot, I, I have writing block and I can't do anything. You know what, folks? Public domain might be your answer there. Go find an old hymn. Go find an old classical piece. Go find an old song for them from the 20s or the uh, the late 1800s and a song that you know and do something fun with it. It is all fair game, as we say. Bradford says, is this all the same as clearing a sample? And you know what? I I, I don't use, I would never use samples, even if I cleared it because of content ID. I, I think I think you've got to just either take a sample and, and redo it so it doesn't sound like the sample anymore. I, I think samples are a very hard way to exist these days in music. I think it's very, getting tougher and tougher to to deal with samples. And uh, like I said in one of my videos or eBooks or something, my one of my libraries has actually said that he does not want any samples of any kind, splice or otherwise. And they have made their own library of samples to use and only use those. So we are getting to that place with samples. Shane says, now that Winnie the Pooh is in public domain, I wrote a horror track called Winnie the Slayer. Oh, well, how could you do that to Winnie the Pooh? Pooh Bear. Do not, Shane, under any circumstances, show that to my wife. She will not like it. She is a very big Pooh fan. All right, so I have one more thing that you can do to make covers, and that is sheet music. Another thing you can do with covers is make arrangements for sheet music. HalLeonard'sArrangeMe.com allows you to sell copyrighted music on sites like Sheet Music Plus and more. Here's what they say on their site. and Let's just go and take a look-see at what they say on their site. 
And what they say on their site is through licensing arrangements with music publishers, including Universal Music, Sony Music Publishing, Downtown Music, Cobalt Music, BMG, Concord, and many others, ArrangeMe allows for composers and arrangers to not only publish their own compositions, but also their own arrangements of over 4 million popular copyrighted samples, which I think is pretty dang cool that I can make a an arrangement, and I don't know if I've done this yet. I don't think I have put up any arrangements of cover songs on sheet music. I have done public domain things but and my own things, but not covers. But I think that is pretty cool. And uh, so th if you are interested, if you are uh, of that ilk to do sheet music, that is one of your things, then remember. And I know Dave Croft talks about a um, Call Me Maybe uh, orchestral trio or something like that song he has done and put on sheet music sites. And you can do that kind of thing. You can find something that you think is fun and cool and do a string arrangement of a pop song or something like that. And you can put those on some of these. Some of these allow it, some of them don't. I'm not sure about J.W. Pepper, but I know that ArrangeMe.com, which is Hal Leonard's one that gets you out to Sheet Music Plus and other places like that, allow this. So that is another way that you can do cover songs with sheet music. So uh, let's see. How about that? You can sell and license cover songs with sheet music. So get out there, folks, and make you some music that is not just yours if you want to. Do covers in your own style as along with your music. I think covers are a great way to build an audience. I think covers are a great thing to add to albums of original material. It's fun to do. And in some cases, and you can see them here, it's certainly possible and could be profitable in both sales and licensing. So that is all I have to say right now. And I hope gives you some clue of how you can sell or license covers. And I have found it to be helpful and true and a thing that I can do. And it's been fun for me. All right, so it's time for viewer mail. We do not have a viewer mail theme song yet, so we just do this. And maybe this. <laughs> but not this. We do not do that. But let's talk about viewer mail. And for viewer mail today, I'm going to read a comment that I posted myself. And I just realized I have not called this up, but I'm going to call it up on YouTube Studio and read my own comment of my own video. If you watched last week's video, we talked about the future of music income. And in there, uh, we talked about a lot of things, but one of the things we talked about was BMI. So let's go to my BMI comment that I made to all y'all. And basically it's here. And we had talked about BMI and did they raise their price? They, they were originally nonprofit and were charging zero to become a non, uh, at least over the past, I don't know, few years or five years or 10 years, charging nothing to become a BMI writer. But then uh, recently someone came to me and says, well, I thought they were free. They charged $75. So I wrote 
BMI, and I asked them, last week I hadn't heard back from them, but I got an interesting response from BMI when I asked them this. I asked them, uh, did they change their price? And the response was, yes, we have now updated our fees to be $75 for writer applications. And when I asked them if they expected to go back to free, they responded, I do not. BMI is now operating as a for-profit organization. Wow. So Owen Wilson would say, not a great change so far. <laughs> so uh, not, and possibly now that they're going to be bought by a private equity firm, does this mean things are going to be more like this with them? That kind of stinks, uh, BMI. ASCAP, by the way, is still free. So if you're considering BMI and ASCAP, you and I've heard good things about ASCAP lately, you may want to go over to ASCAP because it is free right now. They are still nonprofit. So you might want to go and check out them. So if this is an in, indeed a recent change with BMI. The change, their cost to join, which used to be free when they were nonprofit, and now that they are for-profit, it's $75 for, for signing up as a writer. So that's kind of stinks. So, all right. Well, we are now reaching towards the end. If you have any questions, any Q&A, let me know because now is the time to ask your questions. If you've got questions about anything, but obviously about cover songs and things like that, that you want to talk about, please let me know and we'll get to that. Shane says, has BMI always been free or was that just a promotion? I remember joining ASCAP and paid a fee. BMI cost something when I joined it, Shane, but that was 20 years ago, so I don't remember. I think it was $75, in fact. So no, BMI has not always been free. But when I started teaching, students were talking about signing up and I would have them go to BMI and they were signing up for free. And this was less than six months ago. BMI has not always been free. I don't know when they changed it to free. Linda says, I'm glad to be a member of PRS. They must not charge a fee, I guess. Bradford Knight says, I signed up for BMI earlier this year and it was free. Had a friend try it last week and was charged $75. So it was recently. Yep, no doubt. Death Tracks. Love your channel. Well, Death Track. Oh, sorry. Dreet Tracks. Dreet Tracks. <laughs> Sorry, that's completely different than Death Tracks. Dree, thank you so much for joining the channel. Good to see you here. Hope you come back, even though I totally uh, destroyed your name on YouTube. Bradford Knight says, my whole band got in for free this year. Yeah, you've missed the boat, folks, if you want to get into BMI as a writer for free, because they are now not for profit. They have no time for you people who are just going to you know, want a free ride. They they want money. It's all about that cash at BMI, which I hope so because I'm a BMI member. I hope they go get that cash and send it to me because they uh, do that. Linda says PRS does charge. Oh, okay. But it's less complicated, she says. Okay. Yeah. I, I, Dave was talking last week here on the podcast about how it, he felt that ASCAP was had a really nice interface. And um, I'm not sure if he was comparing it to BMI. BMI is kind of old as far as I'm concerned. Shane asks, do you find holiday covers sell well? I, I find that they sell every year. I think if I had more, they would more would sell. Uh, but I tell you what, I do find that holidays songs sell well every year on anything whether it's online sales on Spotify whether 
especially in MicroSync libraries. Holidays things always do well. My sync licensing stuff, the same. I have a classical Christmas album through BMG, and every year I get a dozen or so uses on around the world. And it seems to be it's going to be a yearly thing, especially Christmas. So I also see a lot of, and I've got more to do in patriotic because every there's three patriotic holidays here in the states four if you count flag day there's memorial day labor day fourth of july and flag day and people and veterans day we got five days here in america that we we really want to hear these kind of patriotic songs so patriotic songs i think i make as much on them as i do on christmas songs just fyi and classical now is starting to be a very popular thing you just saw as I showed my motion array a little earlier that I do quite well with classical. Uh, Shane says he's thinking of doing a Christmas hymn album. Yeah, I just did one last year and uh, really enjoyed it. That was a lot of fun to do. It was, I guess it was all hymns, but it was very fun to do. And I kind of turned them inside out and did a lot of different things with them. And so hopefully those will sell for years to come because those are all up in all of my libraries as well. I put all of my personal music into every non-exclusive thing that I can figure out how to put it into. Speaking of non-exclusive, we have a very unique interview coming up here soon, folks, about how to basically be your own non-exclusive music agency, and uh, it is something else, I'll tell you that. All right, so that will about do it for Podcast 83. I hope this has been helpful to you in finding out how to do covers, how covers work. And I just want to thank you for hanging out, tuning in, and listening on the podcast or watching here on the YouTube channel. I hope you have some luck, like I have, selling and licensing covers. And that's about all I have. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great week. And I can't wait to talk to you next time. See you soon. Thank you.